0: afternoon in a getaway game Rangers have the day off before they host the A's tomorrow night sports center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas
1: what are you supposed to do when
0: you since 1975
1: schmaltz's sandwich shop has talking baseball. the man
0: and Bobby fella the scooter the barber and the nuke they knew them all from Boston to Dubuque Special Mickey, and the Duke. All right. Back here on ESBN Central Texas, Stephen Simcox, Ward White, C.P. Garth, for filling in for Tom Barfield this week. And a familiar voice on this station, Jeff Wilson, is joining us. Jeff uh, has a, a new venture, jeffwilson.substack.com, a Rangers newsletter. Make sure you go there and subscribe. Again, that's jeffwilson.substack.com. Jeff, uh, a couple segments ago, we were talking about the Rangers and the upcoming trade deadline and just how they've done the last few years in trades and, you know, the type of return they've gotten back for guys that they've tried to sell off, um, at the deadline or beyond. And it turned in on our text line to a, a lot of John Daniels bashing and John Daniels hate mail, which I know (laughs) shocks you as someone who covers the Rangers. But, and I know in, in that instance, we're talking trades. I did want to get your perspective though, because you've talked with us before about the, the relationship between John Daniels and this ownership group that is very tight with, with money, at least as of late. Um so so how have those two kind of combined for what we're seeing with uh this this iteration of the Texas Rangers the last few years?
1: Well I if you want to go back to the off season of, of before twenty nineteen, um look the Rangers will, uh, the 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 front office staff wanted to go higher for Anthony Rendon than ownership would would let them. Um, and, you know, and you know, John John Daniels is left to put on a brave face and, and and say what he has to say. You know, in in the aftermath. But uh, the fact the fact of the matter is that you know John Daniels has a boss. I've, I've said that a lot, and and uh, his boss is, is is the ownership group, and they set out a budget. And even though one of them is a billionaire and then another one is, is is thought to be a billionaire very close to it. um, They, they run it, they run it, they run it pretty tight. They try to stick to a budget. Um, And, and I, I don't know, I don't know why. I mean, you know, baseball team owners and and this goes for any sport are rich before they buy a baseball team. They they don't buy a baseball team looking to make a ton of money. It's like a hobby for them. Um, And, I would want my hobby to be the best. I mean, I have a baseball card collection, and I want, you know, the the best, <laughs> the best card. I play golf. I want to be a great golfer. You know, it's a hobby. You know? okay, I I don't I don't know why in in this market with the TV contract the Rangers have in new ballpark, why there there hasn't been more money laid out. And maybe that changes. You know, the Rangers are leading baseball in attendance that, that may slip. That but they're they're gonna they're gonna have a lot of money this offseason. So we'll we'll see what happens. But um, you know, all, all all John Daniels can do is make a proposal and let the ownership decide. And, and, and in fairness, these owners in the past have spent like you, Darvish, and and Adrian Beltre, uh, for instance. But um, they 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 haven't dared go where other teams are, are going. You know, north of thirty million a year for a marquee player.
0: Jeff, when you look at John Daniels and Chris Woodward, how much rope do they have left? And I understand, you know, the the aspect of the ownership is saying, "No, we're not spending any money." But the ownership could also hear the fans and go, "Okay, we need a scapegoat. You two guys are out."
1: Well, sure, uh, Internally possible. I, I I think though, um, I think Woodward is, is is safe. I mean, he, I mean, the, the Rangers basically said, "Hey." We're not going to win this year. Yeah, and that—that was that was his directive is is developing uh, players, and um, I know the record doesn't reflect it, but you can see improvement in in, in some guys. And I, I think uh, you know Joey Gallo is one of them. uh, Dolis Garcia, I mean, all all, the All Stars, obviously. But you know, we'll see where things line up. They've already they already picked up the option on on uh, Woodward, Um, so I think that's a level of insurance, though. The same thing with Jeff Banister before they fired him. Uh, you know, Daniels uh, now has has Chris Young as general manager beneath him. Uh, I think that you know has has a lot of people thinking that that uh, Daniels is on thin ice. But you know, ownership ownership wanted to have a have a team that is built from within. Um, that you know, the, the the talent supply eventually just keeps funding the you know fueling into the. The major league team—it's it, more affordable that way. Um, uh, so, so they signed on for this too. Um, so, if, if they if they fire somebody, you know, they they're basically just saying we made a mistake in, in agreeing to this. So, they would have to completely change course, and I don't I don't think they're they're going to change course. I mean, they, they seem they seem committed to this, and so I, I personally think Daniels and Woodward are safe this year. Um, next year, though, might be uh, a little dicey for them.
0: You mentioned Joey Gallo; he's hitting the cover off the ball right now. We're talking with Jeff Wilson uh, from his newsletter, Um, Jeff, w- what do you make of this? Joey's hit ten home runs in ten games. Okay. Is this does this mean? Hey, the Rangers are like, we got to work the phones right now. Or are they selling him? He wants to be there. How, how do they handle this Gallo situation?
1: Well, I mean, I, I think I think in the last I don't know three three weeks, you, you've seen um, the kind of player he can be. And that's where the Rangers have always valued him. Um, so if, if if he is going to be dealt, a team's going to have to come with a package that matches the value the Rangers believe he has. Now, what 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 teams can do that, and what teams need left-handed power? Um, you know, you can make it, San Diego can make a case. Uh, the Yankees can definitely make a case. I mean, they they signed Ruknetoor for left-handed power for crying out loud. So uh, they they clearly need some left-handed power um and uh, so and and those teams have great farm systems they have a lot of young major league talent so you know th- those could be fits i'm not saying that that's being discussed or anything but um it's it's going to take a lot i, I really i really believe that the rangers aren't just going to trade Go- joey gallo to trade joey gallo I mean, yeah they're rebuilding and then they could use some more star power in the minor leagues but why would you trade an all-star you know a, a, a guy who is young and wants to be here and is under contract for next year I, I think that you know good teams shouldn't shed good players especially if they like where they're at so that's kind of the thing that they need to they need to look themselves in the mirror and say how far away are we really what do we need can one can trading one player or two Kyle Gibson um can that accomplish, can we get what we need to, to speed up our rebuild process? And if the answer is yes, then I, then I think that, that it's going to be a, a tense last week of July for, for those two guys. But, uh, again, um, if the Rangers think they're close, if they see that things in development you know, that, that we don't see when we look at the record, um, then, then I think they stay. But, again, it's, uh, they're, they're going to be busy. They're going to be getting phone calls.
0: Jeff, how badly do the Rangers have to get Sunday's draft right?
1: Oh my gosh! I mean, come on! How often do you get the number two pick in the country? The Rangers have had it uh, once, I believe, uh, number two once, and they had the number one overall pick at another time. In uh, was seventy-two or seventy-three, the David Clyde year. Uh, but um, I mean, yeah, this is this is an opportunity. Uh, A that you don't want too often, but B that when you get it, you can't screw it up and. Um, you know, I, I think that with their, their pitching history, if you look in the farm system, um, the, the Rangers are deeper on the position player side. I, I think that, you know, Jack Leiter's the guy. Um, that's, that's what I would do, a guy who, uh, in essence, if you think he's this good and if you think you're, you're about to compete, he could slide into your rotation uh, right, right when that competitive window opens. And then you, you could have a controllable starting pitcher who, who could be very very good at pitch at the top of your rotation for six years, um, you know. Now of course every guy comes at their own rate. Uh, there are injuries, as Rangers fans know, with, with, with draft picks. Um, but you know, if you draft a high school shortstop, let's say, and there are three or four of them that are at the top of the draft, you're not gonna, you're not going to know for three or four years. Um, so I, you know, if you're looking for instant returns, uh, if you're looking for a headline, if you're looking for something to get the uh, the, the fans fired up. To your point, maybe ownership has a little say in this, and I think Lighter's the pick. But I think I think the Rangers <laughs> have have probably five guys they'd be happy uh, it, 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 to, to get. Um, a lot will depend, obviously, on what happens with Pittsburgh. But I think I think when number two comes around, the Rangers will have a chance to get Zach Lighter.
0: Jeff, I know it feels like this event was made for Joey Gallo, but how do you think he'll do in the home run derby there in Denver?
1: Yeah, you know, um, you're right. Uh, give me a break. Uh, thin air. I grew up there, so I know, I know how far the ball travels uh, from 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 playing golf, not necessarily hitting home runs, but um, <laughs> it's it's uh, the, the, it, it could be magical. I mean, it's a perfect combination of, of Joey Galvin and, and Thin Air. You know, he's going to get Trevor Story, who's going to be the hometown favorite in the first round. So uh, it's kind of a kind of a tough first round, I think. But um, if, I mean, if if Gallows gets in his groove, if Tony Beasley finds Gallows' sweet spot, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it, it could be unfair. It really could be. Um, it just I, seeing this guy take batting practice for the last six years, he gets balls of even believe. and then in the games, the, the, the shoot yesterday alone that second home run he hit it was just a, a bomb. So um, I, I, I think if, I think you know everything's lining up for him, and I, I hope he does well. It could be it could be pretty exciting
0: jeff wilson you can find him on twitter at jeff wilson txr and again that newsletter jeff substack.com. he's been really good to us our listeners please be good to him go subscribe today it's great rangers info hey jeff we appreciate the time today man
1: all right fellas. talk to you later
0: sounds good there he goes jeff wilson didn't even get a willie calhoun question <laughs> that's what happens when